I know a lot of people are asking me that with everything going on with Steve Bannon right now, will he still be there at the Great Reset Conference? Well, here's a little breaking news for you. I've just received word that as of now, Steve Bannon will be at the Great Reset Conference coming up September 16th, 17th, Phoenix, Arizona. Myself, Charlie Kirk, Drew Hernandez, Dr. James Lindsay, make sure you are there. And I guarantee you that the remarks from certain Mr. Stephen K. Bannon will not be missed. Go to reset.tpusa.com, get your tickets immediately. Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is September 9th, 2022, Anno Domini. Tonight's up headlines, a purge law is set to take effect. There will be no bail for murder in Chicago. We're gonna dig into this next. Your Idaho tax dollars, it turns out, we're almost being used to fund a Boise drag show for children. Tax money funding a drag show for children in Boise, Idaho. Third, Oregon seeing massive spikes in overdoses just one year after decriminalizing hard drugs, according to a new study. And finally, Senator Marshall out today signaling openness to amnesty for illegal immigrants. We're gonna dig into all this and more ahead, Human Events Daily. As of January 1st, 2023, the following things will go into effect, and people need to be aware of this. It abolishes cash bail for almost every offense. This includes, but isn't limited to, kidnapping, armed robbery, second-degree murder, drug-induced homicide, aggravated DUI, threatening a public official, and aggravated fleeing and eluding. Offenders released on electronic monitoring have to be in violation for 48 hours before law enforcement can act. They could almost drive to Alaska before we can even look for them. It denies victims their constitutional rights. And keep this in mind, businesses and homeowners, officers will no longer be able to remove trespassers from your resident, residence or your businesses. Someone could decide to live in your shed and all we can do is give them a ticket. You have to decide what level of force is required to remove them and whether or not it's legal. This is a massive threat to the residents of Oil Park, Cook County, and Illinois. Well, the new law is set to take effect in the state of Illinois. And of course, Chicago, the murder capital of the United States, is set to be, well, I won't want to say necessarily the epicenter or ground zero of this, but certainly violent criminals are going to be the beneficiaries of what I've decided that we're going to just have to call the purge law. So the purge law is coming into effect for all of Illinois, but really Chicago is where this is going to matter. Not only there, but of course the whole state. What does it mean? This new law states that second degree murder suspects will be released without bail, including 12 other non-detainable offenses. Second degree murder, aggravated battery, arson without bail, as well as drug-induced homicide, kidnapping, burglary, robbery, intimidation, aggravated DUI, aggravated fleeing and eluding, drug offenses, and threatening a public official. This law, by the way, it's already been signed. The governor of Illinois, he signed, is more than happy to sign it. He said that it was in the name of social reform. It takes effect on January 1st, 2023. So if you plan you currently plan to be in Chicago, what is that? 
four months from now, get out. Get out. Of, you have four months left, Chicago. You have four months left if you're anywhere near the Chicago area, really just anywhere in Illinois, because these people can do this anywhere in the state now. Go look at what happened in Memphis. You had the kidnapping, rape, and murder of a kindergarten teacher, a mass killing, mass spree killing done by a psychopath just driving around shooting people. Understand, this is going to happen more and more and more as in the name of social reform, we pass purge laws across the country in blue. So here's the situation. We're actually not just going to have a purge country, we're gonna have purge states. So in many, many areas across the country, we have purge states. And in this case, as the laws continue, this will be a full-on purge state in Illinois. What does that mean? If you commit these crimes, if you go kill somebody in the state of Illinois under this law, and you don't get first-degree murder, you get second-degree charge, well, guess what? You don't even need to go to jail. There won't even be cash bail for you. Now, they say there's going to be some very special system that's put in place to keep people safe. Really? This being done, the same people that are supposed to keep Chicago safe right now? Because I don't know if you checked, it's not exactly the safest city in the world. Okay, it's not exactly Singapore. But understand, it's not just there. Go look in Silicon Valley. A woman was just decapitated with a samurai sword in front of her two daughters, one aged seven, one aged one. Imagine that seven-year-old's last memory of her mother getting her head cut off by a samurai sword in her car, allegedly by a guy she was dating. We just heard down in Georgia in one city, there were two sheriff's deputies that were shot while delivering a warrant. This is what's going on in the United States of America. And you have to understand, do we want to live in a nation that's ruled by the people, that's ruled by law, or do we want to be a nation that's ruled by political correctness, critical race theory, woke ideology, this idea that um, there can be no, right, you know, there can be no meritocracy, that there's this, this oppressor class and the oppressed class, and anyone who's a member of the oppressed class, well, it doesn't matter, you know, it's, it doesn't matter if you cut somebody's head off because you're oppressed. It doesn't matter how many people you murder and kidnap and rape and malign because, well, you know, you're just an oppressed person. We really need to take care of you. It reminds me of the Supreme Court justice giving light sentences to pedophiles, okay? Internalize this. That guy out in Memphis on the spree killing, he crashed his car and a nurse came up to see if she could help. She was wearing scrubs. He shot and killed her in front of her daughter. This is our country. You don't have to keep living in the purge if you don't want to, but you have to do something about it and get off the couch. Look, folks, we just had Labor Day weekend, and I got to tell you, myself, Tanya Tay, the kids, we sat out there in the backyard. We were popping off fireworks. We had the grill going. We were having such a great time. And when we do our grill, little Jack-Jack, four-year-old Jack-Jack runs over and he says, Daddy, I want good ranchers. He says, I want that good ranchers, the delicious hamburgers, because he absolutely loves them. Why is it? Because you're getting Wagyu. We get the Wagyu burgers. They also have signature steak burgers. Um, you can get ribeyes, T-bones, New York strips. You can get chicken, pre-trimmed, pre-marinated. Both the kids love those. Even little AJ, one-year-old, he loves his chicken. The funniest thing, though, by the way, AJ loves to dip his chicken in sauce. Jack-Jack will not dip his chicken. So we get the Good Rancher's chicken out, and I say, AJ, do you want to dip it? I'll put a little mustard in front of him, whatever it is. Boom, goes right and dips it. Jack-Jack will not 
dip, anything. No sauce, no condiments, nothing. I don't get what it is, but you know what? God makes kids different. God makes people different. And guess what? That's okay. But God makes everybody to love good ranchers. So if you want good ranchers in your home, if you want your kids saying that stuff to you, it's so simple, by the way, the animals ethically raised, sustainably sourced, they do things the right way and it shows in every box. They are Christ followers and genuine Americans. You will get free, that's right, free express shipping with goodranchers.com slash poso. So go to goodranchers.com slash poso. You get the 30 bucks off the free express shipping. Make sure you get it delivered directly to your house. We've got the link in the description. Good Ranchers, American meat delivered been a really super overwhelming day. Um, I heard early this morning that most of the flags had been removed off of Harrison Boulevard. That actually made my heart hurt really bad. This is a really organic, um, community positive event. And I was just really sad to see that somebody didn't, uh, didn't want us to be a part of the community basically that's what it felt like was the message was you're not welcome uh, but that's totally not turned out to be the case at all today um, has been really overwhelming in the number of community uh, members that have reached out and now we can see that flags are being placed up on individual houses and uh, the community's gathering and rallying around love and inclusiveness well Boise pride is coming up in Idaho I know everyone's very excited about that According to Postmillennial, taxpayer funding of Pride from the Idaho Department of Health and Welfare was more than $100,000 on Pride events in 2021. However, the Idaho Department of Health has withdrawn its sponsorship on Thursday for the city of Boise's Pride, Fest Pride Festival. Why would they do that? Well, it says that apparently that it had been offering multiple programming opportunities for children, targeted at children, and that feature included afternoon drag shows, as well as drag story time, and an event called simply Drag Kids. According to a letter from the department, its sponsorship of the event has led to some confusion about whether or not the department endorses specific event activities involving minors during the event. Now, I I'm basic, guessing based on this, that it's situations where minors are exposed not only to drag queens, but also situations where children are encouraged to and actually do perform and drag themselves. Obviously, grooming. There's a word for this. It starts with a G. You're not allowed to say it on Twitter anymore. I'm gonna say it. Grooming. Grooming, grooming, grooming. Paid for by your tax dollars in Idaho. However, the department has withdrawn its sponsorship, which included the sponsorship of their project filter and the Idaho HIV, STD, and Hepatitis Prevention and Care Program, as well as their booth at the event. Also, we're hearing that Zion's Bank has pulled its support of the Pride Festival after realizing that minor children would be featured as drag performers at the event. Idaho Power has also pulled its sponsorship and Columbia Bank is considering dropping its support of the event. The grocery chain Albertsons remains the primary sponsor of the event, according to the Idaho Freedom Foundation, in addition to many other corporate sponsors. Now, according to this Idaho Freedom Foundation, the city of Boise is just one of several public entities that are donating taxpayer dollars to fund this event. Other government sponsors include the University of Idaho College of Law, the College of Western Idaho, and the Central District Health. Now, here's what's interesting. People are going to say, is this cancel culture? Is it the same thing as when conservatives decry cancel culture 
for you to come in and say, we demand that taxpayer funding be pulled from an event where children are being groomed. Well, here's something I want to say to you. Are you an absolute moron? Are you completely brain dead? Are you so mind killed? Are you so soul killed that you don't see a difference between canceling somebody, I don't know, like a podcaster or a celebrity for making a comment that doesn't fit with the woke agenda versus pulling, again, taxpayer funding for festivals that are centered around the grooming of young children. If you're someone who has a problem with pulling funding from that, then I kindly ask you to just go ahead and remove yourself from the movement. Stop calling yourself a conservative. You're not a conservative. You don't have principles and you don't care about conserving anything. The idea behind the word conservative, and I understand there's some brand issues here. Most people just kind of say right wing these days. But the idea is you're conserving civilization. You're conserving that which came before, that which is good, that which, which was built by those who came before us, our language, our culture, our true identity, okay, our borders. These are the things that were laid out that those, by those that came before. And the question is, do you want to conserve civilization? Do you want civilization to continue and progress with actual progress, by the way? Or do you want to descend into degeneracy, into filth, into squalor? You can do that. Other places have done that. Sodom and Gomorrah tried it. Maybe you can try too. But, but, we need to understand as a country, this type of activity towards children must be banned and potentially even criminalized. To this, Portland decriminalized hard drugs, and now you can see addicts shooting up on street corners across the city. Seattle radio talk show host Jason Rance is here to react. Jason, good morning. It's great to see you in good person. Morning. So, this started in 2020. Oregon voters voted to decriminalize hard drugs. We're talking heroin, meth, cocaine, fentanyl, and now overdose deaths in the state are at an all time high. I think that is what you call the definition of predictable. Yeah, I mean, none of this is shocking when you decide to legalize drugs. When you decide to enable drug addicts, you of course are going to see more of those drug addicts basically succumb to this disease that they're dealing with. And rather than actually treat it, we see these harm reduction policies. And that's kind of the tricky language that they use where you think that this is actually going to get someone into treatment, but all it's doing is giving the tools to the addicts to continue their addiction while not judging their addiction at all because we want to destigmatize drug users. You know, so this is a story I was reading the Post Millennial earlier and I said, you know, this is crazy. I can't believe this. I had no idea this was coming. Has that ever happened to you? If it has, send me an email. Drew checks this email as well, by the way. Liberty at TPUSA.com. Send us your email. And I saw this headline. I was so confused. Maybe someone could explain why it's happening. So the state of Oregon apparently has seen a massive spike in overdoses just one year after decriminalizing hard drugs. Huh? What? Why? Why would that happen? How could this happen? How could this be? Who could have foreseen this? Okay, back in 2019, let's, let's go to the numbers. We've got the intel, we've got the data on this. The state's deaths told 280. In 2021, overdose deaths reached a staggering 607, a 216% increase from 2019. And that's in a year 
since a ballot measure in Oregon under Governor Kate Brown decriminalized the use of hard drugs. What, what was this law? Let's go through it. It was designed, of course, to provide relief to drug users looking to break their substance abuse by making it easier to seek help without incurring severe legal penalties. For those found in possession of substances like heroin, cocaine, methamphetamines, and more, it was called Measure 110. And Measure 110 created a maximum of $100 fine and removed the felony or misdemeanor charges in most cases. It also allocated $300 million for public health resources intended to help substance users break their addictions. Look, I'm going to tell you something right now. I know people that have gone through problems with addiction. And one thing that you see consistently in the research on this, when you actually study this, when you actually study this, right, guys I knew who were in the Navy, okay, that have had these issues. Sometimes, and I know this sounds harsh, but sometimes being locked up being arrested, hitting rock bottom, getting to the point where you realize that reality comes up to slam you in the face and saying, you can't do this anymore. It actually helps some people. It actually helps some people because it makes them make the switch in their minds to realize I can't do this anymore. That's the only thing in many of these cases that gives people the opportunity to start new to start afresh. You need to have that rude awakening. And I understand, obviously, it doesn't work for everyone. But if you don't have a meaningful deterrent to this type of behavior, again, we're talking heroin, cocaine, methamphetamines. A lot of this, by the way, a lot of the stuff you're getting right now on the street is laced with fentanyl. That's why we're getting so many deaths lately, especially from celebrities, because they're buying stuff off the street. They don't realize it's been laced with fentanyl. Fentanyl is so powerful that people don't realize what they're getting has just trace amounts of fentanyl, but it's enough to kill you. It's enough to cause this overdose to kill you. And so you have a dual track situation going on here. Number one, you're essentially subsidizing criminal behavior, criminal drug use. And number two, also those same drugs are becoming more and more deadly because of the fentanyl influx across the border coming from China. So what's happening? The people of Oregon are dying in record numbers. People across this country are dying in record numbers because of this. And our government doesn't want to help them. Go look at Kensington and Allegheny Avenues in Philadelphia. The fentanyl zombies, they call it Kensington Beach down there. Why do they call it Kensington Beach? Because so many people are ODing down there. They're lying down on the street. It looks like people are tanning themselves on the beach. You can buy t-shirts online, Kensington Beach Lifeguard. How about instead of making fun of these people, we actually do something as a society to try to help them out. Look, about 30% of Americans right now have chosen not to get the vaccine. But what the biggest impact to be right now is to get boosters into seniors. That's what's going to stop hospitalizations and stop deaths. If you're a senior citizen and haven't got your booster yet, shame on you. Please go do that. If you have underlying health care conditions, if you're diabetic, if you're overweight, please go get the booster because you're going to get the virus or uh, be exposed to it. I'll guarantee it. And if you don't have that booster, we know the vaccines kind of run out after about five to six months. Natural immunity would help. Senator Roger Marshall. I have to have a conversation. So I see this tweet that's up by Pablo Manriquez. 
says that Senator Marshall in Kansas tells me that legal immigration is going to be part of the solution to a huge labor problem in his state. Quote, as long as they give us $25 billion to finish the wall, said Marshall, I think that everything would be on the table. Why is Senator Marshall playing footsies with amnesty? Why are we doing this? And now some people I've seen out there said, oh, no, 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 he's not talking about amnesty. He's just talking about increasing legal immigration. He's, you know, wants more of this, wants more of that, et cetera. Okay, but have you not seen the massive unemployment problem we have in this country right now? Why is it that we have a situation where we're saying, and by the way, you're supposed to be conservatives. We have conservatives saying that we need to open the floodgates on the borders rather than actually do something to help, A, to help the people that are here, or B, to not reward this kind of behavior with amnesty. And some people have said, oh, no, 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 he didn't mean that. He didn't, you know, that you're taking away out of concept. Okay, back to 2018. Back when he was representative, Roger Marshall, what did he say about DACA recipients? These kids are the American dream. That's what he said on January 24th, 2018. I think these kids are the American dream and they are conservatives said Representative Roger Marshall of illegal aliens registered with the Obama administration's Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals Program. By the way, whenever people talk about DACA and they say kids, remember, the average DACA recipient is about 30 years old. That means there are people at the other end of the bell curve on that that are in their 40s, their 50s. These people are not young. What else? Nikki Haley, you guys remember her. She was at an event speaking in very close to my hometown, Delaware County, Pennsylvania. I'm not from Delco, but very close, Monaco. She said, legal immigrants are more patriotic than most Americans these days. Maybe she misspoke. Maybe she didn't mean to say that. Maybe she was referring to the woke crowd and saying something. Either way, didn't come across very well. Really didn't come across very well. And then also we have Rep. Maya Flores, who said, legal immigration is better than illegal immigration, but left it as that. So here's my question to all of these reps. Do you really think that if you go in for amnesty, that if you go in for increasing legal immigration, that the left won't call you racist, that the media will stop attacking you? Is that what this is about? Or is this about you saying to your donors who want the cheap labor for agricultural products and agricultural services? That's exactly, by the way, what Senator Marshall was saying. Are you saying the old Senator John McCain argument of, well, those are just jobs that Americans won't do. No. Coming break. No amnesty. No increases in immigration. We're not doing this. We're not doing this as a country. And if you stand up as a conservative and say things like this, at a time when we're a, in a recession, when we have massive record inflation, why would you say these things and call yourself a conservative? If you're going to go in on stuff like that, why don't you just go ahead, step on over and say, you know what? I'm a rhino. I'm a liberal. That's not something I believe in. Correct yourself or we will correct it for you. And that's all the time we have tonight here at Human Events Daily. Remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you. Be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us. Share this out with one. I know I say it every night. One, just one of your normie friends. And then leave us a five-star review, Apple, Spotify, wherever you download fine podcasts. What do we talk about tonight? Number one, the purge law set to take effect in Illinois. No bail 
for murder in Chicago, up to second degree murder. Next, Idaho. Your tax dollars are being used to fund a Boise drag show for kids, children. Third, Oregon seeing a massive spike in overdoses one year after decriminalizing hard drugs. And fourth, Senator Marshall signaling openness to amnesty for illegal immigrants. And I hope people understand this, that amnesty fundamentally changes America. Culture, crime, voting, supply chain, labor force, it touches everything. And the other piece of, that we need to understand is that under these purge laws, if the police aren't coming to help you, we're gonna get into situations now where people decide that they wanna take matters in their own safety, their family's safety, their town safety into their own hands. Do you want that? Do you want more of that? I don't want that. I don't wanna live in that country. I wanna live in a country where we have basic law and order, we have basic public safety. Before we go today, I wanna to leave you with this history break. On this date, September 9th, 1776, the United States of America itself came into existence as the Continental Congress changed the name of the new American nation. Did you know, by the way, that we were not originally called the United States of America? No. At one point, we were the United Colonies of America. People were like, yeah, UCA, United Colonies of America, don't like that. So understand, our forefathers, our civilization, fought so hard to bequeath this to us. It is up to us whether or not we will preserve our inheritance or we'll squander it. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission. Play a short.